Hello, and welcome back to Arkham's Kids. So, after doing the prologue of Circle Undone for the disappearance at the Twilight Estate, we're going to go to Scenario 1, The Witching Hour. In this instance, I have built Diana Stanley, a redeemed cultist, who obviously is a cultist and at one time probably was a member of the Silver Twilight. Uh, she has 7 health, 7 sanity, uh, 1 willpower, uh, 3 knowledge, 3 fight, 3 evade. Uh, so I have actually built the deck that's off of Arkham DB with, again, um, starts with no name. Uh, shout out to him because he's got a very robust um, uh, write-up on, on how to work Diana Stanley and cards to upgrade. And I've done other ones with him, most notably with uh, William York. was uh, was a really fun one to play, too, as well. So I would check that out as well. Uh, so I'll start with Scenario 1, The Witching Hour. It is a breezy November evening in Arkham, the perfect night for a walk through Independence Square, or so you had thought. Up until the moment, Anna Kaslow offered to tell you your fortune. You agreed, though you would soon come to regret this decision. For each of the cards, the Romani soothsayer draws from her deck. She weaves a tale of despair and misfortune, judgment, temperance, justice, the hermit, the hanged man, the hydrophant, the lovers, the chariot, the wheel of fortune, to complete her tale, Anna draws the top card and lays it in the center of the formation. Dominating the old, worn card is the ominous image of a tower constructed in black onyx. The hellish storm rages over the tower, lightning coursing through the dark clouds. It reads, The Tower, 16. Even if the rest of the reading had gone swimmingly, the sights of the center card would send a shiver down your spine. As it stands now, it feels more like a closing of a casket over your body. You did tell me to give it to you straight, the soothsayer says. She sits cross-legged in front of you, wearing a stony, grim expression. From her unwavering gaze and her cold eyes, you can tell Anna derives no satisfaction from this reading. Simple misfortune is the least of your concerns, she explains. This is a matter of life and death. She motions to the cards surrounding the tower, each of them laid in reversed position, and stares at him intently. Arrayed against you is everything that you cannot see. You alone stand in their way, she says enigmatically. The lead investigator must decide, what can I do to avoid this fate, or this is bullshit? <laughs> well, considering she's a cultist and she might be in dabbling into the arcane arts and stuff like that, I'm going to say, what can I do to avoid this fate? The woman nods and draws the top card of the deck with a steady hand, revealing it to you without looking at herself. Depicted on the card is a single wooden wand, surrounded by a pattern of broken stained glass. It reads, The Ace of Rods. You must be ready to act, she advises, without hesitation, without regret. When the opportunity arises, you must set into motion the events that will change this fate. In the campaign log, I'm going to write that I have accepted the fate, and I'm going to add two tablet tokens to the chaos bag for the remainder of the campaign. Before drawing his or her opening hand for this scenario, the lead investigator searches the collection for one copy of the tower and one copy of the Ace of Rods and adds them to his or her deck, if able. The lead investigator has earned these cards. They do not count towards his or her deck size. Silence hangs into the air as you peer into the tower card. The world around you dissolves into emptiness as your eyes fixates on the Onyx Tower. Rolling thunder echoes into the distance. Do you understand me now? Anna asks. There is no other sign of the soothsayer, only her strained voice. A bolt of lightning streaks across the, si the sky. Do you see your fate before you as I do? Another resounding crack of thunder, and you are suddenly awake. Icy pain or icy rain pelts your body, soaking you through the bone. You are lying in the mud beside a wooded trail, and there is no other soul in sight. All right, so to play this scenario out, there is a separate section, too, as well, that I'm going to read. Uh, it's called Lost and Separated. During this scenario, the investigators begin to play separated and cut off from one another. Considering I'm playing this solo, this is not a really a big deal. However, with Act 1A, Lost in the Woods has the text, Locations in front of you are connected to one another. This text means that regardless of the location, connection symbols, the locations in front of you are considered to be connected to one another, and enemies and investigators may move between them. 
locations remain connected to one another via their location connection symbols as well. So if it was all spread out and if I had more than one player, uh, the Witch Haunted Woods uh, would all be connected to one another. Uh, it says, however, the Lost in the Woods also has a text you cannot enter locations in front of other investigators. This means that you cannot move to a location in front of another investigator, even if the two locations are connected, or if you're moving via a card effect. Note that this restriction does not apply to enemies who are free to move between connections regardless. So it basically shows that, that we are truly lost and separated. So if I had another investigator in play, I could not be in the same location with them, at least for the first act. So there we start. So for the witching hour, um, there are three options, um, skull, tablet, and elder thing. Elder thing I did not have, so we're just going to focus on the two. So if I do pull a token from the skull, it's minus one for each point I fail by. Discard the top card from the encounter deck. If it's a tablet's pull, minus one if you fail after this test resolves, draw the bottommost treachery in the, in the encounter discard pile. So the agenda is Temperance 16, remain calm, and you may peer into an uncertain future. The balance of the universe is tilted. You are the fulcrum. Be patient, and all will be revealed. Uh, the agenda will advance after 8 Doom. Uh, Act 1A, Lost in the Woods. You have awakened alone deep in the woods south of Arkham. The mysterious soothsayer is nowhere to be seen. You rise up from the muddy trail and try to find your bearings. An oppressive weight hangs in the air. Locations in front of you are connected to one another. You cannot enter locations in front of other investigators. The objective is, at the end of the round, investigators may spend the requisite number of clues as a group to advance. I need two. So for Diana Stanley, um, she has two cards already out in place. The Arcane Research, they're permanent, so I'm already going to take two Mental Trauma. So after each scenario of the campaign, reduce the experience cost of the first spell card you upgrade before the next scenario by one. So every time I buy a spell card, I'm going to reduce it by two, only for the first spell after each scenario. So we're going to start there. I have randomly uh, shuffled four Witch Haunted Woods, and I've laid them out from left to right and uh, randomly generated where I was going to go, and I'm at the farthest right. I'm going to draw my cards. Drew Arcane Initiate, Dark Prophecy, Rites of Seeking, Storm of Spirits, and take the initiative. So, which, uh, which Haunted Woods? The frigid wind howls around you as you venture deeper into the haunted woods beyond Arkham. And this is the Child's Treehouse. It has two clues on it, one shroud. When the last clues discovered from this location spawn the topmost enemy from the encounter discard pile at this location. If there are no enemies in the, in the encounter discard pile, discard cards from the top of the encounter deck until the enemy is discarded and spawn that enemy instead. It's got one victory on it. Well, that's a pretty good start for Diana. Uh, with the one uh, shroud. So... First turn, I'm going to play this early because I like the little buff with the Arcane Initiate. So I'll spend the one. That's my first action. Play the Arcane Initiate. And after I enter play, I'll put a Doom on her. And then I'll exhaust her to draw the top three cards of the deck for a spell card and draw it and then shuffle. As a react. A quick shuffle here. I always do that. I don't know why. I just force a habit just to make sure at the start of the game all right top three uh overzealous which is one of my weaknesses ace of rods and uncage the soul none of them are spells so i will shuffle them back turn two uh well it's not too shabby pulling out the uh right of seeking is not going to help me out at the moment um I should do Dark Prophecy. So turn to Dark Prophecy because what I'll need to do is I'm trying to actually buff up her willpower. So after a card that cancels or ignores a card effect from the game, uh, I can place the card after I use it underneath her and get a plus one will buff. So, But that's the only one that actually does that for my hand. So um, turn two, I will do that, and I will play Dark Prophecy, and I'll draw 
five instead of the one. And then I have to choose one of the special symbol ones. So here we go. And the reason why I can do this is because it says I can ignore the rest. And anytime when you can ignore a card effect or a game effect, um, you can place underneath her. So that's what I'm going to do now. So I'm going to draw five. A zero. Another zero. Elder sign. Tablet. Minus one. So I'm going to have to take the tablet. It's minus one. I do pass the test. Because I'm up three to one. And for the dark augury... Uh, I'll place underneath her, and I'll gain a resource and draw a card. And I draw a Deny Existence, which is really, really good. Final turn. I will... Uh, da, da, da. Well, I'm going to have to force this out, so let's just do it again. This time just straight. Zero, so I gain them both. However, an enemy's going to come on me, but that's okay. It was going to happen eventually. So, gain the last clue there. And as I did remove the last one, I got to flip over the cards until I draw an enemy and spawn it. Three, four, five, six, waiting for an enemy. Priestess of the Coven. She's a 232 humanoid witch. And uh, she retaliates. She gets plus one fight, plus one evade for each one, each witch enemy in the encounter discard pile to a maximum of three fight and three evade. Well, there isn't any right now because she's the first one. Four, so whenever the encounter deck runs out of cards, Priest of the Coven readies and attacks each investigator at its location. She does two damage. All right, so enemy phase. Well, yeah, enemy phase. Uh, she's going to hit me for two. So I've taken two damage, unless I have something to stop that. Uh, yes, I do. It would be the Deny Existence. So I will play that fast. Play when an encounter card or an enemy attack would cause you to do one of the following. Discard cards from hands, lose resources, lose actions, take damage. I don't want to take damage. So I ignore it. Now, the cool thing about this is, is limit once per phase... I played this on my turn on my face. That was the investigator phase. Now we're at the enemy phase, so I can play this. So I'm going to put this underneath her. So she's at two. I'll gain a resource. We have five. I'm going to draw a card. And I drew prepared for the worst. So right now, I'm threes all across the board. It's almost like a Jenny Barnes bit for uh, Diana right now. So she's got that stat line. Enemy phase is done. I'm going to gain another resource. I'll be at six. And I'm going to draw a card to end the round. If I can find a six on my die. There you go. Six. And then I draw. Drew a dodge. That is another good card for her. And I ready the arcane initiate. That is the end of the turn. Considering I have two clues, what I want to do before I am done with that turn, at the end of the round, I'm going to advance Lost in the Woods because I have the two clues. So she'll so spend the two clues and look at the act before we get to our second turn. As the rain lets up, a dense fog rolls in throughout the area. Soon, all of the woods have vanished within a hazy fog. You call out for your companions, but none answer. You grope blindly in the haze, searching for something, anything which you can cling. Each investigator must randomly choose one of the set-aside Arkham Wood locations and put it into play in front of him or her and immediately move to that location it cannot be cancelled alright so Arkham Woods shuffle it up there's six of them and I have to immediately move there so I'll just put it off to the side got my random she moves there and it's the old house uh, it's got one clue two shroud this is Location is investigated by using uh, willpower instead of the skill indicated by the investigation attempt. Well, which is pretty good. 
A house waits at the edge of the trail, covered in vines. Inside, the walls and floors are bloodstained and littered with dirt, mud, and discarded bones. Man, very thematic. Whew. Each investigator spawns a set-aside goat spawn at his or her location. If there are four investigators in the game, the lead investigator spawns the relentless Dark Young, and each other investigator spawns a set-aside goat spawn instead. Each investigator then tests willpower or evade three. Each investigator succeeds, can exhaust the enemy, and disengage from it. Ah, there's a bunch of stuff going on here. All right, so I am going to get, well, uh, set. Okay, so I'm just going to get the goat spawn. I didn't want to get the relentless dark considering playing by myself. That's only if there's four players in the game. All right, so got the goat spawn. It's on me. It's Hunter Retaliate. Uh, it, it, it's a bunch of stuff. <laughs> three, three, two. Uh, it can do one point of damage to me. The creature was once horrible and graceful. The result of the blasphemous traffics with some otherworldly horror. Uh, when it's defeated, each investigator at this location takes a whore. Alrighty. There is lots of stuff going on here. And then I'm going to test. I got... Well, I can either do Evade 3 or Willpower. Uh, like, looking here, which would be best. It really doesn't matter. It's 3s anyway. I look at it, so I'm just going to draw. Do I want to pump it up, though? That's the question. Uh, I can't use Take the Initiative, so I have Take the Initiative, Right of Seeking, Prepared for the Worst, Dodge, and Storm Spirits. I don't want to get rid of the Dodge. I definitely don't want to get rid of the Storm Spirits because that's going to help me with some damage. So, yeah, let's pull blind. See what happens. Three to three on the willpower. There's a zero. Hey, sweet. So it is exhausted and disengaged. The Arkham Woods. Keep him there. All right. Finally, shuffle one of the set-aside copies of the Demonic Piping and place the other two in the discard pile. So, and then discard pile, which is already beefy as it is because I had to go dig for. I had to dig for uh, one creature, and there's not many in there at the start. All right, through all of that, we go to the second act. Whatever arcane rites are being practiced in these woods, they are attracting the attention of all manners of vile beasts, the likes of which you have never seen. Is this what the soothsayer was trying to warn you about? Locations in front of you are connected to one another. You cannot enter locations in front of other investigators. Well, that's fine. The objective is a single investigator can spend the requisite number of clues to advance. I just need one to get past this. All right. Now we get to start at the beginning of the turn. I'm going to put a doom on Temperance 16. And with uh, the Arcanine, it's just puts my total of two, and I'm going to draw my encounter card. And my encounter card is Diabolic Voices. Curse 3. Uh, test Willpower 3. Each point you fail by, discard one random card from your hand. For each card you cannot discard, take a horn of damage. This gets plus one difficulty for each copy of Voices that's in the discard pile. So I'm looking, checking it out here, and it is, there's one in here. Yep, got one additional one. So it's really four. So now I'm going to look and see if I can do anything about that. Not really. I really can't do anything about that. So right now I'm at the disadvantage. It is a willpower four. Got nothing to put on there. Three to four. I'm down one. Zero. So it's just one. So I can only discard one card, random card from my hand. This is my first card for my discard pile. And it is uh, Right of Seeking. That's not too bad. Not too great either. All right. So I still got the Priestess of the Coven on me. And I still got the Goat Spawn as well. So my options are is I can try to move, but I will take damage for the Priestess. Uh, let's see. 
Now they're both pretty beefy. Even the priestess is kind of beefy. Trying to see what would be the best tactic for me. Well, the best tactic for me right now is I'm going to... Before my first turn, I'm going to dig with my Arcane Initiate and look at the top three cards and see if I can pull out a spell. And we got St. Hubert's Key. Take the initiative. Uncage the soul. So, nothing there. Alright, so first turn. I really can do some damage with the Storm of Spirits. It's just a one-time deal, though. Uh, so, yeah, let's do that. So I'm going to spend a three. Head six, down to three. Uses willpower instead of fighting. And then, considering this is my first action, I'll play Take the Initiative. So it's going to pump me up. So I'm at three, six. Um, and I want to hit the weakest one. So it's the priest, six to two. And if I'm successful, this attack deals two damage to each enemy or location. If I draw a funky symbol, uh, I'm going to take a little of the residual. Plus one. So two to the priestess. And two to the goat spawn. Just happens to be in that area. Two and two. Alrighty. That was turn one. Turn two. I could fight it. It's only a three. And I probably shall, because that gives me a plus one. Let's do that. I need to get rid of her. Just don't miss. Skull, minus one. For each point you fail by, I didn't. So that takes care of the priestess. So discard she goes. Then final action. I really should move out of the Arkham Woods. Although I am very favorable for passing or passing a test. But you know what though? I have an answer for that for the dot or for I got a dodge on the goat spawn, so I might actually have it engage me. So yeah, let's do that. I need to get that one clue so I can advance. So turn three, let's do that. Alright, I can do my willpower. It's three to two. I gotta find some way of uh cranking up the uh the willpower, so I'm gonna hang out. Three to two. Uh, tablet, minus one. If I fail, which I didn't, so I'm not going to bother reading the rest. Gain that, and I will advance with Witch Hauntings. As you scour the woods for answers, or a path that will lead you back home, you find yourself drawn off the beaten trail by a mesmerizing melody of silvery pipes. Deeper into the damp, hazy woodland, you delve, searching for the source of the strange music. Finally, you come across the foggy clearing, at the center of which lies a half-rotted tree stump. An old but delicately carved wooden flute lies atop of the stump, silently beseeching you to approach. The moment you touch the instrument, the piping melody that lured you here is cut short, and the dense fog around you disperses with a sudden breeze. For the remainder of the scenario, investigators may now enter locations in front of other investigators. Which really didn't help me out, I just needed to advance it. So, my new one for the act is Paths into Twilight, Act 3A. With the strange fog dispersed, you are now able to explore the woods. You are able to find the main path that leads back to Uptown. But this is your chance to discover more about the rituals the witches are conducting. I need three clues to advance, so I need a little more oomph. Alright, enemy phase. Well, the uh, goat spawn is just hanging out, doing nothing. So I will then... Untap, ready, draw a card, gain a resource. So the goat spawn will now uh, attach to me. And we'll deal with that next turn. And then I will draw Eldritch Inspiration. Now, this is a spell spirit fast. When you play, we can resolve an effect on a mystic card that would trigger any one of those five. Either cancel that effect or resolve it an additional time. Which is pretty sweet. But it needs to be comboed off with another car, say like Storm of Spirits or uh, uh, 
Storm of Spirits. What was the other one? Oh, what was that other one? Oh, it was one of the cards I actually buried underneath. Uh, it was uh, Dark Prophecy. So, it's about I have to play it off of something. So, man, that is a long second turn. All right, turn three. Temperance 16 will get another Doom. I'm at three. And I'm going to draw my uh, card here. Racked. Put Racked on the play in my threat area. You get minus one to each of your skills during the first skill test you perform each round. As an action, I can spend uh, or a test for Willpower 3. If you succeed, discard it. If there's an exhausted witch enemy at your location, this test is automatically successful. Well, I don't have a witch. Instead, I have a goat spawn on me. All right. Speaking of which, the goat spawn. I need an answer for that goat spawn. So, Arcane Initiate, what can you do to help me out here? Give me a spell, man. I need one. Need it, need it, need it. Draw. I got Ward of Protection. Hey, that is a spell. Another Ward of Protection. And Tower 16. So... Ward of Protection, what is? Shuffle, shuffle. Alright. Not like the hit I needed. I am going to... I really should test the rack. If I do test the rack... Um, it's going to be a minus one, so I'll be at down one to two. And on top of that, I get an attack opportunity from the goat spawn. So, not amazing. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to test it anyways. So first time I'm going to do that. And the only reason why I, set, I can crank up my uh, stuff, I can do that with the dodge. So right now I'm down one. So two to two. Minus one, so didn't do it. Uh, attack of opportunity by the goat spawn. And I'll play the dodge. I'll be down to three resources. And I can put that underneath. So I'm at four will. Uh, second turn. Uh, well, I can go mano a mano with the goat spawn. Uh, you get minus one to each of your skills during the first skill test you perform each round. So I already got through that with the Racked. I could try to take care of the Goat Spawn, which I will do. I will try that. Three to three. Uh, minus one. Tablet. If you fail after this test resolves, draw the bottommost treachery in the encounter discard pile. And that happens to be Rotting Remains. Test head three. For each point you fail by, take a four. So right now I'm up four to three. Past that. However, the goat spawn is going to hit me. Uh, yep, so I'm going to be at three. I got one more turn, so eh, I'm trying to think of what I'm going to do here. Actually, take that back. I should, well, no. Word of protection is really not going to help me because I can't put it underneath it because I already did it this turn. All right, final round. Let's hit that ghost one more time. Three, three. Skull, minus one. For each point you fail by, discard the top card of the encounter deck. It's just one. And he hits me for another one. So I'm at four damage. Goat Spawn is at his turn. It's going to do one. Yep. One it is, so I'll take it. I'm at five. So, ready the Arcane Initiate. Gain a resource. Draw a card. Need something 
to help me out here. Kind of getting busted up here with this goat spawn now. Uncage the soul. Well, I got one piece of the puzzle. I, I still need to draw a weapon or something. Alright, we're at four Doom, three for Temperance 16 and the Arcane Initiate that I have. I'm going to draw my Mythos. Centuries of Secrets. Test Willpower 5. For each point you fail by, discard the top card of the encounter deck. If a Kirch Treasury is discarded by this effect, deal direct, one direct damage to your Investigator and to each of your allies. Buh. You know? I'm going to say nuts to that in the Mythos. So, Word of Protection. Be down to three. I'll just take the whore and then I'll bury this underneath. All right. All right. So I am at three whore, five damage. Got the arcane initiate out. I'm going to tap her first and see what I can get. Top three. I'm caged the soul. Six cents and defiance. Well, I guess I'm going to take the six cents because that's the spell. It's not an offensive spell, but it's a spell. Then I am going to... Mm. Seeing what's going to be best here. What's my plan of attack? I think I'm going to play prepared for the worst and see if I can actually dig out a, uh, a weapon. So I'm not digging any offensive spells at the moment. If I do that, though, I'm going to get an attack opportunity, which I'll probably pitch the Arcane Initiate. Yeah. I think that's what's going to be best. All right, so I'll play the one, be it two. Well, the only thing I got in this deck now is uh, the Enchanted Blade, and that costs three, and I'm already at three. I think I just need to start beating them up. But let's test the rack this time. It's a minus one. So instead of the five willpower I got, I got four. And I didn't draw a card. Actually, considering I played the Word of Protection, I should be at four resources to draw a card. Now I drew a Sriveling. So let's play first turn the Shriveling. So there's four charges on it. And what that does is I can do a fight, and then it uses willpower instead of combat. And I deal plus one damage, but if I draw off any of the symbols, reveal this attack, I take a horror. And that's where the Eldritch Inspiration would come into play. Alright, so I have to take a point of damage for that, so I'm going to give it to the Arcane Initiate now. She has served her purpose. At least I dropped down the Doom down a little bit there. Turn two. Let's do that. I'm going to spend the Shriveling. And then I'm going to hit it with... Well, this is my first attack, so it's going to be four. Two. Well, if I had Shriveling, I should actually play Uncaged the Souls too as well. But I don't want to do that because I need the Willpower Bump. So let's do that. I'm going to spend the two there as well. So I got two Willpower. Six, which would be a five because of the rack. Five to three. Uh, five to three becomes... I'm glad I played that because I drew a minus two. <laughs> Just took out the goat spawn. I take a whore for it, though, which I'm fine with. So I'm at four. Goat spawn goes away. All right, I'm finally in the clear. Turn three. Let's get rid of that racked. So I'm at five... Plus one. Finally gets rid of the racked. Uh, there is no enemies anymore. Hooray! No more enemies. So I'll gain a resource. It's, I'm at two. I'm going to draw a card. I do the other shriveling. Wow, they must have been like almost back to back. All right, now we're at four for Temperance, 16. I'm going to draw my Mythos. 
and it is Diabolic Voices. Test uh, head three, and it gets plus one difficulty for each copy of Diabolic Voices. Into play, um, I think there's now two. Which I'm taking a look now. There's one. Yep, so I'm looking at will power test a five. Yep, five it is. Five to five. Each point I fail by, I have this card, a random card in my hand. And it gets worse after that, so I don't have any cards left. Plus one. Hey, got it. So I don't have to worry about it. Alright, so when we're done, and I actually got a clear path now. Now it's starting to get clues. So each other path is really connected to each other, so it's only going to bump me up to one anywhere. So I got three other unknown locations, so I will just choose one and see where it goes. It's the Tainted Well. A few tufts of grass are all that clings to life around the base of this old well. The rest of the landscape is sucked dry of color. There is one clue on it, Shroud 3. E investigators at each other... Um, which hunted woods location cannot can commit one card to each skill test performance location, so they can help each other out. Doesn't help me out too much because we're just playing with Diana. All right, turn two. I will. Uh... Oh, six cents really not going to help me out there. Oh, well, it could. So turn two, I'll gain a resource. Turn three, I'll spend that resource to play six cents, which is another spell. Uh, what that does is it gives me an action. I can investigate. I can use willpower instead of book. If I draw any one of the funky symbols um, during the test, you can choose a revealed location connected to your location. You're now investigating as if you were at that chosen location instead of your location. And you may use either shroud value. That's kind of cute. Cool. But I'm out of turn, so so that's where we're at. So I'm going to gain a resource. I'm going to draw a card. I drew Storm of Spirits. So I got more offense going on. Doom number five on Temperance. Five of eight. Draw my Mythos. Demonic Piping Surge. Revelation of Piper of Asoth is in play. Deal one horror to each investigator's location and to each connecting location. Otherwise, to put demonic piping to play next to the agenda deck. So that's what's going to happen. If there are three copies of demonic piping in play, discard them and spawn the Piper of Asoth. It's like a timer within a timer. So right next to the agenda. And it's Surge. i got to draw another one. Coven Initiates. Revelation. Discard the top two cards in the encounter deck. If this effect causes the encounter deck to run out of cards, draw the topmost hex card of the encounter discard pile. Hidden cults to which these witches belong often guarded and handed down surprising secrets from Elder and Forgotten Aeons. H.P. Lovecraft, Dream of Witch House. She's got twos all across the board, and when she attacks, does one horror. So I'm going to flip over the top two cards. I still got plenty of uh, deck left. Well, not really. I'm going to take that back. I'm at four. But she's uh, on me right now. Alrighty, so let us take care of her with the shriveling. Right now, five to two for two damage of a hit. Minus one, we'll blast her in the middle of next week. Turn two, I'll use the investigate. So I'm at five to three to look plus one I'll get that clue I got one turn left I'm uh, still good with the offense there for the moment I'm going to move to the next uh, witch haunted woods it's my last turn it's an overgrown barn nothing has lived inside this barn for decades at least as far as you know uh, it gets one victory point if you get rid of all the clues. There is one on there. Three Shroud. It's got to react. When an enemy would spawn at a different witch-haunted woods, spawn it at this location instead. Then it makes an immediate attack against each investigator at this location. And it's kind of like a lodestone. 
then it doesn't really matter. This would be good for a multiplayer where that would happen. So, Or there could be a monster in there that actually has a spawn ability and goes somewhere else. So it could be. I'm going to draw my card. Oh, no. I'm not going to draw my card. I was already thinking it's the next turn. I am going to gain a resource, because there are no enemies, and then draw a card. And I drew Twilight Blade. All right, we're at six out of eight for Temperance 16 with the demonic piping on there. I'm going to draw Ancient Evils. Place one Doom on the current agenda and cause it to advance. Well, now I'm at seven. All right. Uh, so I'm looking at the Twilight Blade here. It is a three-cost asset. It does quite a bit. Uh, it's a fight option uh, for an attack. I can use your willpower instead of a, uh, fighting for the attack. And then I may play or commit events and skills beneath. They understand as if they were in your hand. As an additional cost of player, commit a card this way. Exhaust Twilight Blade. You cannot trigger Diane Stanley's uh, reactability for playing or committing a card this way. Kind of slick. Alrighty. Don't have to worry about that at the moment. So let's do the six cents. I'm up five to three. Uh, minus three. I failed by one. Alrighty. Second turn. Yeah, do it again. Elder Sign. Plus two. I may choose a card underneath the stand to add it to my hand. No, I am fine with that right now. But I do get that clue. And another victory point. Last action. I will move to the last location I haven't seen yet. This one is Hermit's House. Victory one, two clues, four shroud. Though this trail was abandoned many years ago, a light still shines in the attic in one of the decrepit houses nearby. And then it's got, again, two clues, four shroud. Kind of reminds me of, like the terrible old man story there with just having the one light source going on. Uh, there are no enemies. I'm going to gain a resource. I'm going to draw a card. And I draw another six cents. Alright, Temperance 16 is going to advance. The moon reaches at the height of its arc in the night sky. Trees begin to shift and twist in the breeze, as though made of something other than solid matter. Dozens of birds suddenly scatter from every treetop. In the distance, you can hear a faint melody, the pitch bending in the wind. A cloak figure emerges from the darkness beyond the brush, a vortex of magical ener energy coalescing at her feet. Are you the ones who have been meddling with our works? She wonders out loud, gazing at you suspiciously from underneath the thick hood. It is no matter. You are not welcome here, she threatens. Be gone, or face the consequences. Discard all but the last five cards in the encounter deck. I don't, so there's going to be five. So... I gotta make a new pile, so there. The investigator with the most cards and his or her player must draw the topmost witch enemy in the discard counter pile. Oh, so I gotta reset the deck first. Give me one second as I shuffle this. And then I just count down the last five. And everything else goes to the top. And an investigator with the most cards and his or her player must draw the topmost witch enemy in the discard pile. All right, topmost this time. It is Priestess of the Coven. Again, two fighting, two evade, three wounds. Retaliate. She gets plus one fight, plus one evade for each witch enemy in the discard pile. All righty. I bet you there's quite a few. Uh, there's one. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Two. I got two, it looks like, so far. So right now, she's pumped up. She's a 4-4. Four, four. Let me shuffle this out in case something happens. And when the encounter deck runs out of cards, Priest, Priestess of the Coven readies an attack siege investigator at the location. All right. So as midnight draws near, the forest begins to take on another form. A canopy of darkness overtakes the stars. The wind picks up in intensity, its whistling echoing through the trees. A dangerous power gathers deep in the woods, drawing the foul and the foolish. At the end of the round, place one Doom on his agenda for each witch enemy at the witch's circle. 
Well, there is no witch's circle yet, so I don't have to worry about that because I don't see anything that says witch's circle. But I do have a priestess on me, and I still got to draw an encounter card. Ah, oh, and I drew a Coven Initiate. Discard the top two cards in the encounter deck. If this effect causes the encounter deck to run out of cards, draw the topmost hex card. It does not. And there is no more witches there, so it's still the Priestess of the Coven is a 4-4. And then I got the Coven Initiate. Again, she's got twos all across the, the stat line. She does one horror. Alrighty. Now would be the good time to just unload the Storm of Spirits. Which probably would be my best bet. Instead of doing the shriveling. And I do have my back pocket with the Eldritch Inspiration, uh, inspiration to cancel it. So, alright. Spell time. Fight. I'll spend my three. I'm at five. Five to two. Minus two does two to everything. So Coven Initiated is obliterated. Priestess of the Coven is going to get two. However, now that I threw the Coven Initiate aside, it is now a 5-5. Five five. So that's good for the Storm of Spirits. Uh, turn three. I'm looking at five to five. I will... Spend the shriveling. Then I really don't want to pitch the blade, but it would give me two more. Take care of the priestess. Which I think I should do. I hate doing that, but I'm going to do it. There we go. I'm at seven to five. I just need to do one more point of damage. Skull, minus one. I have passed. Priestess of the Coven, discard. I got one action left, and then I will use the Sixth Sense. See if I can get a clue off the Hermit's House, which I will do. I'm at five to four. I don't think I can pump that up. I mean, I could with the Inspiration, but I don't want to do that. Five to four. Elder sign, plus two. Get it. All right, and then I'm going to advance the act before I say done. So I'll spend the three. Paths into the twilight. It is the witch's circle. Revelation, put witch's circle into play in the center play area in front of the in front of none of the other investigators. The lead investigator spawns a set aside and at Mason. And then she is placed at the Witch's Circle. Uh, it's worth two victory points. Three Shroud, three Clues are on it. Which I will dig out here in a second. Three Clues. And then... Forced, after the enemy phase begins, move each ready, unengaged Witch enemy once towards the Witch's Circle. Uh, so it's drawing all the Witches in play. But there isn't any right now. And at Mason is four fighting, four evade. She has four health per investigator. So she's right now she's at four. She retaliates. Human Witch Elite, forced. After an enemy face begins, discard the top three cards in the encounter deck. Spawn each witch enemy discarded by this effect at Antoine Mason's location. If no witch enemies are discarded by this effect, right here. Uh, she, she's just pulling out stuff. All right, so... Let's see what we're going to do here. Well, I'm out of turns here. It's at the enemy phase, so I have to discard the top three cards. There's only two left. So, is there a witch? Nope, it's a goat spawn. Is there a witch? It's a bedeviled? Nope. So I gotta shuffle this all back up again. Discard one more. And it is evil past. Nope. 
All right, so I am going to draw a card, gain a resource. I'm at one for resources. Draw St. Hubert's Key. For the act four, uh, Circle Unbroken, you've come across a clearing where the ritual circle has been constructed. Several hooded figures stand around in a trance, unaware of your presence. Overlooking the ritual is a powerfully built woman who brandishes a long, wavy dagger, and she sees you approach. Leave this place at once, she commands. Objective. If Anna Mason's defeated, advance. If there are no clues on the witch's circle, advance. So it's either one or the other. Um, it's good for those that, you know, are the seekers. But I think I could take her out. So here's hoping. But that will end my turn. And uh, we'll see what happens for the next round. Well, considering now the witch's circle's out, I do, at the end of the round which was last turn, place one doom on the agenda for each witch enemy at the witch circle. So there's one. And then at the beginning of the turn, one more doom, so I'm at two. Then I'm going to draw my mythos. Frozen in fear. I hate this card so much with a passion. And I don't have anything to deal with it. But I still hate it. Okay. Frozen to fear and play in your threader. The first time you perform one of the following actions, move, fight, or evade. Each round, it costs one additional action. The end of your turn test, willpower three. If you succeed, discard it. I think this is all it's going to do to me is just I'm going to waste a whole turn. So, turn one. You know, I'm going to get that last clue. I want the victory points. So there's a four there. Use the six cents. Ooh, six cents. Oh, I see where this is going. Starts with no name. All right. Investigate. If I can reel one of the funky tokens, I have the option of pulling a clue from that witch's circle because they're connected. That is awesome. Let's see if I can do that. But if not, I mean, I'm at five to four. Uh, that's a failure. I don't like failure. So that's why I'm going to use Eldrick's Inspiration. Play when you resolve an effect on... Oh, yeah, I did. Because it came off of the Sixth Sense. Uh, off of a Mystic card. When you trigger any of the following, you know, the Skull, Cultist, Tablet, Elder Thing, or Failure symbols revealed, cancel the effect or resolve it at additional time. Why would I... Re well, yeah, there could be perks on that. I would not, though. I would cancel it. Yeah. So I will pull one off the witch's circle. So I'll get a clue off of that. All right. First clue's been ripped off. Second turn. I'll do it again with the sixth sense. So right now I'm at, uh, again, five. Well, it could be five to four, five to three, depending on how I look at it. Because I can choose either straw value. It just depends on what I pull out. Five to four. Minus two. Well, I can't use Witch's Circle because I didn't pull a funky symbol. Uh, minus two. Uh, with the four, I would fail. Eh. Oh, well. Last. I am going to... Yep, going to do it again. see what happens. Five to, let's see what we get. It's an elder sign. I can't use the bonus on the sixth sense, so I will take the second clue off of there. For any number of clues are discovered at this location, which I did, each investigator at this location must discard an equal number of cards at random for his or her location, so it's just one. And I got a pitch. Pitch and prepare for the worst. Alrighty, that's at the end of my turn, so willpower five to three. Skull, minus one. Get rid of the frozen in fear. Enemy phase. NM Mason does not chase, so she's not a hunter, but at the end of the round, there will be a doom on her, so it'll be three with the night howls, so... Gain a resource. Draw a card. I do take the initiative. I don't want any more Frozen and Fears. I hate that card.
All right, we're at four for the night house. I'm going to draw my Mythos card. It's a sign of voices. I cannot play assets or events. Well, that's just for my hand. So the only thing that's going to be worth placing is take the initiative. Um... I do like pulling out the sixth sense though with that. That is slick if I can actually get those uh, symbols. Um, but I could take it out, the shriveling. So I think I might hold out one more round here. I do have one shriveling. I might play another one, but I would lose my sixth sense. Uh, I'm kind of like stuck here. So you can only have two spells in play. Uh, mm, it's a choice. It's a hard choice. I don't want to go in there getting popped for one and one. I mean, I'm kind of like floating around there with five damage and four horse. So I'm going to. I can even play the struggling if I wanted to. Um, I think I can handle her for one round. So let's just move in. First turn, I'll move in. Second, uh, she will attach to me. Second turn, I will spend the shriveling. Right now it's five to four. Uh, I'll spend the key. Make it six to four. Minus one. Um, all right, so two damage there. Action. Taking initiative is not worth it because it's only going to give me one wild pip. Uh, I really don't want to do anything more. I mean, if I don't hit her, she's going to smack me. But I can always try to evade. But flip side of that too is I can draw something bad. I should just say hold out and just forego that last action and just wait which is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to hold out and wait. Enemy phase, I'm going to hit be hit one and one, so six damage, five whore. And then I still got to discard the top three cards of the counter deck, spawn each witch enemy in play, which there is none, just a goat spawn. Just goes back in the discard pile again. And I'll gain a resource. Be at three, draw a card, drew a ward of protection. Which will come in handy. Get rid of dissonant voices. Alright, so then at the end of the round, I had to put one on there, and then including uh, for the advancement. So we're at six for the night howls. I'm going to draw my mythos. Hopefully, it's nothing too bad. Century of Secrets. Um, so willpower five. All right, so century of secrets. Met five, five to five. You know what? I'm not even going to worry about that. Well, I am going to worry about that. I don't want to take the whore because I can't dish it off to something else. And I'm going to need it to... Ugh, I am in trouble. I am in trouble. really don't want to take the whore. Oh, man. All right. This is going to go mano a mano. There's nothing I can do. All right. So I will cancel it. And I can place my last one on there. So she's got her full complement of five. I'm going to draw a card. So I'll be at six whore to cancel it. The Century of Secrets. Draw, gain a resource. Drew Defiance. Before revealing chaos token for this test, choose one of the following symbols. 
Ignore the effects of the chosen symbol for this test. Uh, that'd be good. Um, I can't do anything else. I got a fighter. I mean, I could run. Which will probably be the best idea. And that would put me, if I play Take the Initiative, I'll be up 6 to 4. Alright. Just do that. I need to run. 6 to 4. Minus one. I do run successfully, so I'm disengaged with her. Turn two. Ah, oh, that'd be awesome if I can actually pull off the investigating here. So right now I'm at six willpower. Let's do that. Six cents. I'm at six to three. Skull minus one. I get that second clue. Last action. Wow. I can't believe I got out of this. Better to say never, though. Um, this is really going to hurt me with the defiance. So, yep. Six to three. Let's do it one more time. Minus one. Get it. So I can advance. Cir uh, the circle unbroken. If there are no clues on the witch's circle, advance. Uh, if you advance by discovering all the clues in the witch's circle, a loud crack echoes through the woods as you break the circle and reverse the witch's spell. No! They have broken the ritual. One of the witches screams as the spell's energy backfires. White hot lightning strikes the center of the field, sending dirt and debris flying in every direction. You duck for cover. R2. With the spell broken, the hooded figures turn their attention to you. More of them emerge from the tree line, eager to take vengeance upon you for destroying their plants. Interloper! One of them calls you. Pulling off their hood and pointing at a gnarled wooden rod at your direction, her bright red hair glows in the firelight. Amber's dancing about her extended hand. You will not escape this time, she cries, prepared to strike you down. Stop! The leader of the coven yells in a commanding voice, holding up her hand. The red-haired accuser stops in her tracks. But there's sudden stillness in the clearing around the circle. But high priestess, the witch persists. They're the ones from before. The ones who interfere with our great work. The high priestess placed the hands on the red-haired witch's shoulder. As always, I admire your perseverance, sister. But I do not believe these are the ones you speak of, she replies. The red-haired witch lowers her rod as the high priestess approaches you. Her arms crossed. She watches you with a hard glare. Her gaze never straying far from you. I am Annette, and these are my sisters. Tell me who are you, and why are you here? You explain how you woke in the woods, and how you were attacked by terrible creatures, and how you came to the center of the circle in order to break the spell surrounding the woods. Annette's eyes narrow as she hears your story. That is impossible. The circle was closed. None can enter the woods while we're completing our spell. She grits her teeth. You must go at once. This is not your place. But High Priestess, the red-haired witch exclaims, only to be interrupted by Annette's gaze. The two lock eyes, a battle of wills that quickly proves Annette victorious. Stand down, Aaron. Annette says with a firm, motherly tone, as though admonishing a child. She turns to her attention back to you as the witch named Aaron lowers her head in defeat. Go. You've broken the spell, just as you desired. You can leave the woods now, but I give you one final warning. Cross us again, and we will not be so merciful. You begin to protest, but before you are able to utter a single word... A dark gale snuffs out the fire at the center of the clearing. Shadows from beyond the tree line suddenly twist and coil into the clearing, tugging at the edges of the witches' cloaks. One by one, the shadows twist and pull each of the witches into the darkness beyond. In moments, they are gone. You are left with only a soft glow of moonlight to guide you home. In the campaign log, I gotta record that the witch's spell has been broken. In the campaign log, on her mementos discovered, record the mesmerizing flute and scrap of torn shadow. Each investigator earns one bonus experience as she gains insight to Arkham's mysterious past. And then finally, I gain victory points equal to the victory display, which is two, three, four, five, six. So I got seven total. That was a pretty good haul. Well, I definitely do like the way Diana Stanley's going right now. So she's definitely got a lot of tool bags, uh, tools and tricks um, it's all reliant on actually getting those cards underneath there to bump up her willpower. But when she gets going, man, whew, 
That's awesome. It's really awesome. So uh, we will continue for the next round, and the next round will be... Uh, if I can actually find out what the heck's going on here. So I'm still lost on. Oh, at Death's Doorstep. And that's where we'll continue. So if you like what you're hearing, contact Tim at ArkhamsKids at gmail.com. Until then, don't draw those tentacles. <laughs>